Hey guys, so we're going to touch on it a little bit later, but I just wanted to say sorry for uh, missing last week. I was in the hospital for various reasons, but I will do my best to make sure that uh, going forward we don't miss a week. Anyway, without further ado, here's This Week in Buns. Welcome to This Week in Buns. Hi, Buns. It's actually this last two weeks in Buns because uh, immediately following my trip, I came home with some form of alien bacteria, <laughs> which uh, no. yeah infested my stomach. I had to go to the hospital and they had to hook up all sorts of tubes to me and prod me with needles and whatnot. Uh, luckily, I am somewhat better now, so we can actually record. But uh, yeah, last week I was stuck in the emergency room, so... Uh, On Thanksgiving. Yeah. No less. <laughs> so no recording last week, but let's make up for it this week. I hate missing episodes, so... We have so many things to cover. Sweet. <laughs> we have two weeks worth of threads to cover. Um, the first one, which we might actually, I think once he's uh, feeling totally better, Koji might up end up doing an interview with this guy. Um I'm sure he's Bun's famous now, Mr. Fox Jones, uh, who is the dude who traded his iPhone 6 for a certified, e-tested 1996 Nissan Maxima. So last week I talked about three different cases where people were trading. They were like after what seemed like unrealistic trades and 90% of the comments were people making fun of them uh, for trying to trade things for things that were technically like monetarily wise, worth more than what they had to trade for them. Right. Um, but I think what Buns teaches us over and over is that trades are really about not a monetary worth, but the worth to the individual. Uh, because clearly this guy had a car that he didn't want or need anymore, and it was more valuable for him to have this iPhone 6, and they traded. Like I talked about this last week on the podcast, um really good to have you back by the way koji it was a little lonely oh yeah <laughs> like sort forgot, of weird forgot about <laughs> that myself. um but yeah so i talked about this and then literally right after i'd finished recording the podcast <clears throat> uh like the next day saw this post and was like no nah. <laughs> so i didn't obviously include it that week but um there's a photo of him on Bun's Trading Zone, and it's like him and the dude whose car it was, it doesn't have his name, uh, shaking hands, and he's holding the car keys, and the guy's holding the iPhone. <laughs> so Yeah, I like, actually, uh, he reached out to me. Um, <clears throat> oh, good. Because he knew that we were trying to track him down. So I am going to sit down and talk to him sometime this week, which means you guys will probably hear it either next week or the week after. Yeah, that's, it's, that's so, it's mind-blowing, but great like it's great that these people both got a thing that they wanted so that was cool yeah um i have some other updates from posts last week um one of the posts was this um seal point this really fluffy siamese looking cat uh who was looking for a home she has since been adopted so that's a really happy update um emily posted that the kitty was adopted to a great person She's really happy and excited that she has a new forever home and thanked the Buns community for helping find the cat her home. So that's a nice one. Um, <clears throat> in not so nice and also cat related updates, uh, the guy whose twin brother stole his cat oh, yeah. back that he'd had for six years. That is ongoing. Um, so the last update was that he had seen a cat online at a shelter uh, that looked a lot like the cat whose name is Smeagol. Um, he went in to see if it was a cat. It was not. Um, but he did talk to the lady working there, and his ray of hope was that she told him that after six months of taking care of the cat, the ownership technically transfers to whoever is the caretaker. So oh, really? um, he's hoping to find the cat uh, and then be able to legally say to his brother that he can't, he has no claim to the cat anymore. Uh, so. I'm actually going to make a poster for him to put up because he didn't want to physically put up posters around the city looking for this cat before 
because he was worried because he didn't know what had happened to it. <clears throat> he hadn't his brother wouldn't tell him and he didn't want to put up the posters and like make more trouble right between him and his brother uh so he found out that since then his brother did tell him that he'd given the cat to a friend uh to take care of but the cat had since escaped from that house so the cat is now on the loose officially a lost cat potentially on the loose might have been taken in by someone um, so actually what I want to do is I'm going to put a post on the main buns trading them because this has all been happening in pet zone. I know not everybody's in it. So just to get more eyes on this, I'm going to post this just as like a pure lost cat post on buns trading zone because he gave everyone on this thread permission to repost on their own pages, pictures of this cat, just like trying to find it now. Right. Uh, so I'm going to put a post on the main trading zone. I'm going to try to put together a physical poster for him to put up. Because uh, there hasn't been an update on this for 10 days now. The last time he posted was like October 7th. Um, so yeah, I gotta please find that try cat. to take a look at that. She's the sweetest looking cat. So if you know anyone who recently found a really beautiful, like kind of brown tabby looking kitty, she's adorable. And he's still heartbroken that she's missing. So let's try uh, to find yeah, that help, cat. Help him find the cat. It's on the lamb right now. So. Um, there's actually one more lost cat at the moment, um, which we will put the post up. Um, we'll put all the links to this as we always do in the Buns Podcast Zone, which is facebook.com forward slash Buns Podcast Zone, or you can just search for it. Um, D Roach posted, <clears throat> they have an outdoor cat who's apparently, he, they literally said my celebrity cat hasn't been home in a couple of days. Um, he's an outdoor cat in the Kensington, Dundas, and Bathurst area who often will go out and like hang out with people and he's kind of like famous in the neighborhood for like being really friendly. Um, but the cat hadn't been home in a couple of days. This was posted October 13th, so a few days ago. Um, I checked for an update and there has not been an update as to whether or not the cat's home. So keep a lookout for this guy. Um, I think his name is Louie. So also kind of a chubby, uh, tat, like a sort of warm toned, like tabby guy. Mm -hmm. Um, so keep an eye out for him. <clears throat> um, my, up, my very last update, I guess that wasn't an update, but my last update, um, from previous podcasts is kind of heartbreaking. Actually, it's absolutely devastating. Who am I joking? Um, you guys will if you've been listening to the podcast or you've been a member of Buns, you may remember Buns Trooper, who was a stray kitty. Oh, yeah. This cute little gray guy. He was in the summer when it was really hot, found by a bun, like panting and disoriented. She took him in but couldn't keep him and couldn't afford his vet bills. So another bun came and rescued him, got him all of his vet stuff taken care of and took him in. They started an Instagram account for him. That's Instagram.com forward slash Buns Trooper. Um, because they named him Trooper. He named him like Store Trooper FN, whatever the numbers are. I can never remember, but like from the new Star Trek movie. Whoa, I mean, whoa, Star whoa, Wars whoa, movie. Whoa, yeah. Sorry, okay, sorry, Star go. Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. <laughs> I just was, I'm sorry. I'm so devastated by this cat. I'm getting my um, my nerd movies mixed up. I'm really sorry, guys. <laughs> I do know the difference. I'm actually a certifiable huge nerd. I'm sorry. Just the wrong word came out. Um so the sad update here, uh, Buns had, uh, poor, the, this cat, this trooper cat, um, he had a bunch of health problems that he was on medication for, uh, but it seems as though he finally succumbed to them and he's passed away, which oh, is no. really sad. I know, I know. I followed them on Instagram and was just like devastated when I saw this update. It was a week ago. Um, so I, it's I, feel a, like, it's a, I feel like that was one of the first stories we ever covered too. Yeah, it, and it yeah. was, and I like had been following it on Instagram, and it was so nice to see this cat that had been like rescued by buns. Like so many in the people of in the community were involved in these posts and trying to find him a home and invested in his like well being and his vet updates and stuff. So yeah. it's sad that he had some health problems. So they didn't actually say why. Um, they just said like their little dude is gone and he was a fighter, but. Yeah. They loved him the best we could, and thanks for loving along with us, Buns. So it's it's really sad to hear, but it is still, I, I still think it's great that this this little kitty was oh. found disoriented on the street and managed to like 
have a good life and at least he was he was loved and he had like a nice family so. yeah absolutely yeah absolutely. sad face yeah that is uh, a little sad I know. okay well <laughs> to change the subject entirely to something not sad because everybody okay. likes pizza I have more cat posts, but we can go back to that later. Yeah, this is this is a real he- he- cat-heavy intro right I'm now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, because everybody likes pizza. I see that uh, Trish pulled a trick that I used to love to pull when I was in university, which is you stop into, I mean, pizza, pizza probably won't do it, but like if you stop into one of like the more mom and pop type pizza places. At the literally at the end of the night, right before they're closing, and you say like, "Okay, how much for whatever you got left?" So Trish writes, "Hey buns, Mister Guy at Mister Pizza gave me all the slices before he closed up tonight. There's oh, way too many shit. and not enough strangers <laughs> at the harbor front to share them with. If you're hungry, take them all. No need to PM. Just comment below and I'll meet you there. Eating pizza at Harbor Square Park East." Uh, and I just really like the post because it it really reminded me of uh, the the shit that I used to pull when I was younger. But like, <laughs> it's such a it's such a it seemed like I wish I could have been there for their little pizza party because I feel like it would have been a lot of fun. You know, middle of the night, everyone's a little bit drunk, a little bit hungry, and uh, eating pizza by the water. Toronto sounds that sound. Did anybody comment? Did people go? Um, <laughs> I missed this post entirely. Uh, I do see a lot of comments. There's a few comments of people saying like, ah, we like we screwed up. How could we not? How could we have seen this in the morning? Oh, or yeah. What have you. Oh, so but, sad. <laughs> uh, uh, go to the waterfront to the ferry terminal. Feed the Pokemon Go players was uh, a comment. <laughs> I don't know if anyone went. There's no um, there's no indication as to whether or not people did or didn't follow through with going. to eat. Maybe someone just showed up and like didn't comment. Anyway, hopefully, I love, I love hopefully the, the idea. pizza got eaten. So if you guys ever again want to have any midnight buns pizza parties, I'm totally in. Oh, that sounds great. Yes, and not cat related or sad. No, should we? Should I skip the cat post? Do you want to talk about something else for a while? No, yeah, we'll jump back in it, into cats later. But uh, <coughs> oh, another right. happy one actually. And uh, did you probably talked about it? But it's been posted on buns left right and center and uh it's made its way to all sorts of publications i have family members because they know that i'm um associated with buns in in one way or another uh sending me this article is uh the couple who needed a witness for their wedding yeah 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 um i did talk about that oh so cute (laughs) and 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 uh ken our very own ken our very own ken was uh was one of the witnesses, but like it seems, and I think I remember hearing about it last week, uh, but it seems as if the story just keeps uh, getting bigger and bigger. And it's not as if anything's changed, but like people just can't get enough of it. It was so heartwarming. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I think it's, (laughs) I think that like, that's one of, you know, when people get their cats back or their bikes back, or you read a post like this, this is like one of the reasons why I love that Buns exists is, uh, you know, people who need help get help and this was like you know a more positive form of help so i mean this week we actually had two different cats get adopted and find their forever homes through buns the other one i was going to mention was a cat named gilly who only has one eye he's so cute he's like this little orange kitty who only has one eye um and the person posted like looking for someone to take the cat and the cat found a home so that was nice too I wonder why uh, Buns is like so cat obsessed and less so dog. You don't see that uh, many dog, dog posts as a, as a, compared to cat posts. Okay. Well, I actually have a dog post for you. Oh. <laughs> Hilariously. Now Good you're speaking segue. my language. Uh, so uh Lindsay posted in the main trading zone and she was like, this opens with, please don't make me join a parent group. I feel like it could be a bad omen for my happily unoccupied tummy. I'm looking for a baby carrier similar to the one below. It's for my dog that I currently uh, have. Uh, and what she wanted this for, she's uh, she is short-term uh, staying back home at a building that doesn't allow dogs. 
So she was planning on wearing her, it's a very small dog. She was planning on wearing her dog in and out of the apartment like a baby to be a oh, sneaky wait. jerk. Was this <laughs> Those the baby? are her own words. The, the, the smuggling thing? The... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. I saw so that. So it's like a baby sling. It's like a piece of fabric that you like put around your shoulders to ha- to hold your kid in. Right. And she wanted one for her dog so she could like sneak the dog in and out without getting in trouble with the building managers. And she did and it, right? And she did it. Like she, she got one, and she posted a photo in the comments. It's the last photo in the comments, so go look at that because it's hilarious. It's like she's like took a photo in the mirror of herself holding the dog like a baby in a sling, and it's amazing. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I did see that. I, I can't. I, you know, I see so many posts, and I, you're probably way better at saving them than I am. But um, I saw that post, and I meant to save it, and I didn't. And that's to say that if you guys see an interesting post out there, post it in the Buns Podcast Zone or, you know, PM Callie or me with a post or tag us in it. Yeah, so you that- can just tag us. Sometimes I miss those, though. Uh, Facebook Mobile has changed the way it shows notifications. And yeah. so it'll only show you like the most recent f- 10 or 15 or something. And then you have to click more and then you have to scroll down and see them. And then you look at that post. And then if you go back to your notifications, you have to do that all over again. You so, can't just go through like you used to. So I've been missing more stuff. I would say most ideal then is to post it in the Buns Podcast Yeah, zone. please go to Buns Podcast Zone and post any links that you think are funny or interesting or heartwarming that you think we should cover on the podcast. That would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another hilarious animal-related one uh, in Pets Zone. So if you're not in that group, you won't be able to see this unless you join it. Uh, but Emily posted a really blurry picture of that's like clearly uh, it was like it's clearly an iPhone photo that's been zoomed in and cropped. It's a very blurry picture of a super derpy-looking mouse, mm-hmm. and you can like kind of barely tell it's a mouse. And her post just says. Now that we've made eye contact, I can't kill him. So what shall I name him? <laughs> the oh first comment is blurry face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and everyone was like, oh, he's so cute. Like, uh, there was, I, we used to have a mouse that lived in our house when I was little, and we named him Mr. Vincent. Mr. Vincent. Um, someone else suggested smudge, flash, cheese, blur. Everyone's to call him blur. I like cheese. Uh, yeah, cheese is pretty good. Someone says Fievel Mouskowitz. Nice. <laughs> Someone else suggested disease vector, which is kind of mean, but probably accurate. Someone else said, call him Hantavirus. Trap him humanely and get him out of there. Okay, well, so. yeah. Let me just tell you right now that you don't want to fuck with any sort of crazy diseases. I've learned the hard way. It's true. That, uh, <laughs> you know, just, just let sleeping dogs lie. If there's any chance that that mouse has anything. Yeah, you'll end up in the hospital on Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah Don't touch exactly. that mouse. Yeah, we people are also suggesting like how to humanely capture the mouse, which she ended up posting a another photo later in the comments that's from far away. It's just like this tiny little thing running between like a couch <laughs> and like her kitchen. Oh, man, um, that would freak so me out. I don't know. There's been no update here. I don't know if she got rid of the mouse or if they're living happily together as roommates. It could be either. You know, th- that's kind of why one of the reasons I long, well, one of the many reasons I long to live in Hawaii. They don't really have mice. They mm. have they have uh, geckos. Oh, yeah. Those little f- those little dudes. I was just in Hawaii and they were everywhere and they're super cute, but they were just like hang out in your house. Yeah, but they <laughs> eat insects. It's not like, th- I mean. Oh, I that's true. I don't know if they carry diseases. I don't think they do, though, because people don't like freak out when you see them like someone would a rat or uh, a mouse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, well, and they're probably not eating your food, right? And, right. Or, or, the same or garbage way mice or whatever. Do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wish that that was our pest problem, you know, because geckos. I, I, <laughs> well, I could just use something to eat some insects because I I have an irrational f- not fear of insects, but uh, I just don't like having them around. Oh, I don't mind them at all. I'm a weirdo. I'm the weirdo who catches all the things and puts them outside. Yeah, I mean, I'm not afraid of spiders <laughs> or anything, but like, I I can't stand mosquitoes. I mean, who likes mosquitoes? Oh well, but... no, of course. If anything is trying to eat me, if it's a mosquito or a bed bug, I'm out. But other than that, like, we're cool. Ooh, generally bed bugs. speaking, 
<laughs> I once, uh, speaking of uh, weird mice things, I once came home and found a mouse in my kitchen sink because it, I guess, had fallen in and couldn't get out. So I, mean, I, I freaked out for a minute and then I put a jar over it. I did the old spider catching jar piece of paper trick. Right. Um, actually, I might even have just put the jar in there and it climbed in and I was like, okay, cool. And I walked it over to the Dufferin Grove Park and put him somewhere safe. <laughs> I, I've had pets bring me mice, but they've, they've not been so alive. alive yeah, at the time. Wah, wah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Let's talk Enough about ab- animals. Yeah. Let's talk about love um well this is kind of love all right what you got okay laura louise posted that she's iso male identified nail polish wearing buds i did this last week koji you did (laughs) you did not listen to my podcast (laughs) well i listened to it to edit it but like for some reason i i guess i scoured back two weeks instead of just a week forgetting but we missed a week didn't we yeah, we missed a week, but I posted this. I talked at length about this because it was like it happened like the day of the podcast or something, or like oh, the day before. Sneaky. So it was You're like sneaky. pretty recent. Um, yeah. But even then, she'd gotten twenty something photos, and she like sent them to the kid, and he was like really excited about it. I actually on the last podcast encouraged people to go to the Buns podcast and find the link and go post more photos. Um, so yeah, I mean, that invitation is still open. Um, if you are a person who wears nail polish, particularly if you are male identifying or male presenting, this little boy got made fun of by his family for wearing nail polish. And so they were ISO, um, people to show him that it was cool and that nobody cares anymore. <laughs> yeah. But like other male identifying people wear nail polish and that he should do whatever he wants and not be ashamed. Absolutely. I, I totally identify with this because um, not that I wear mail pol- nail polish, but there have been several times where I, I have a friend who runs a nail salon and every once in a while at events, she'll do like, um, I don't know if there's a special name for it, but when she, you know, you draw art on on the nail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just nail art. Yeah. So she, she does that uh, at events. And so cool. whenever, whenever she's doing it, I'll, I'll get one. And uh Sometimes there are people that are just like, hey, what's that? What's that all about? And I'm just like, I don't know. It's just kind of cool. <laughs> so I mean, whatever. It's nail polish. I went and got a pedicure with my older brother like a couple of weeks ago and it was his idea. He's like 46, you know, like yeah. I think that most people like yeah. don't care anymore. Absolutely. Or it would Absolutely. be nicer if more people didn't care. And I think it's important to show this kid that it doesn't matter. You do what yeah. you want. Yeah, this is ongoing. If you guys have photos of yourselves wearing nail polish, uh, go post them because I'm sure he'd still love to see them. Okay, well, why don't you tell me what you didn't talk about? I'll start there. <laughs> uh, so actually, the first post that I saw after I'd done the podcast and was like, oh, I should have included that because it was literally the same day that I, um, that I recorded it. Uh, it was right after Nuit Blanche, and Doug had posted in the main trading zone ISO a couple who had gotten engaged on the street. Um, he was a photographer, and he had caught three really cute photos of the aftermath of them getting engaged. And he apparently had like took the pictures, and then they kind of got lost in the crowd, so he didn't have a chance to like ask for their info to send them the photos. So he posted the photos. They're really adorable. Um, and was like, congratulations. Like if you guys know these people, let me know so I can give them these photos of them getting engaged. Um, and there were so many, there's like almost a hundred comments on this. I think, I don't know if they ended up finding them. I don't see it. Update your post people. Yeah. He said that he thought of that because someone else was like, oh, I did that before. And I ran up to the couple and asked them for their phone number. And he was like, I thought of that too late after they disappeared in the crowd. So there actually isn't an update on this. So uh, maybe they haven't been found yet. Uh, If you guys know a really cute couple who got engaged at Nuit Blanche, um, check out these photos and let us know or let Doug know if you know them. Um, 
yeah, they're like, these are really cute pictures. If I were these people, I would definitely want them. Uh, so go to the podcast zone, find the links from this week and check this post out and then let us know if you know these people. I feel like this is a bun specialty, finding finding this type of stuff, you know? Right. Uh, so I, I think that I think that come next week, we'll have an update to the story that, that, that they were found. Yeah. Well, there's that other um, that other missing connection one, too. The newspaper one. You saw that post. Which one? Um, uh, this girl, Jane, posted, and it's a photo of a newspaper. So she was like, my mom read this printed in the National Post. Uh, maybe this chick is on buns or maybe she's your friend. And she was like, read the middle part of this pic. Um, ISO help finding this hopelessly romantic guy, the girl he obviously has a huge crush on. So when you click the photo and it gets bigger, it's like this, it's literally in a newspaper and it's this German guy who's looking for a Cana- a mystery Canadian woman. It, he doesn't even know where in Canada she's from, which is the hilarious part. Like, come on (laughs) even toronto is a giant city however uh this guy met a girl in punta cana at the serenis kokoro beach resort september 9th to 12th she was with friends uh he like saw her at dinner they kept smiling at each other um you know they kind of hung out a little bit but not even really he was just like he asked her where she was from, and she said Canada, and he gave a description of her. She has long black hair and a scripture tattoo on her ribs, um, and he was like, by the time I remembered how to speak, you were long gone, and I've tried everything I can think of to find you, and this is my last chance. So he put, there's a photo of him. He put a photo of himself in the paper right. so that if she saw him, she would be like, oh, it's me this guy is talking about. Um, and so this is his like last ditch effort at finding those girls. He literally made a, 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 like an an email account. It's search Canadian, uh, yeah, it's search Canadian girl at gmx.de. So if you know this girl, if you know someone who is in Putagana between September 9th and 12th, uh, who very briefly met a... He looks really handsome, this German guy. Uh, so, I don't know. Take a look at this and see if you know this person. I thought it was just really funny that someone posted this on behalf of someone who had posted it in a newspaper. Crazy. Also, it's anywhere in Canada. It's not even specifically Toronto. <laughs> so, she might not even know that Buns exists. Oh, my God. I hope, I hope that there's an answer to this. It would be so amazing if we found her. Like, how crazy would that be? Yeah, that's that would have to be an interview for sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so mate, you know what, guys, help us make this interview a reality. <laughs> Please go look at this post and see if you know this girl. Yeah, absolutely, no question. Okay, so speaking of misconnections, although this isn't really a misconnection, but it's kind of uh, you know someone on buns looking for somebody is mm-hmm. uh, Anne posted that. Uh, she saw there was a curb alert with two beautiful dressers. And on the back of one of the dressers written in what appears to be Sharpie, perhaps, is a note to Mackenzie. Okay. Um, and it uh, goes on to say, Dear Mackenzie, this was your Baba and my first dresser. When we bought our Aww. first house, we did not have a lot of money and we discovered an antique men's dresser. I refinished it for you before you arrived home with care, hard work, and determination. The beautiful golden touches of wood revealed themselves. We wanted to give you something special, something from us, our family, a little piece of our heritage to you. Love always, Mommy and Baba, June 2003. Uh, Now, where Mackenzie is and who Mommy and Baba are are still a mystery. Sad face. <laughs> yeah. The only update is it appears they are gone. All that remains are our questions. Who is Mackenzie? Why is the labor of her mother and Baba's love left on a cold curb? And so on and so on. Oh, man. If anyone knows Mackenzie. Yeah. <laughs> Did this person get take the dresser? No. no they no. just took a picture of it. Yeah. Oh. I was going to yeah. say, if you know Mackenzie, <laughs> tell her to come get her dresser. 
Yeah, it's but I guess sad. It might be gone. That is kind of sad. But anyway, uh, yeah. So yeah, if you know somebody named Mackenzie, just ask them. Be like, hey, do you call your dad <laughs> Baba? You missing a dresser? Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, moving on. What else you got for us? Um, that condom post was pretty funny. Uh, they've all been traded, so don't get too excited, guys. But uh, October 4th, Erica posted, attention, safe sex buns. I have approximately 1,700 hardcover latex and lubricated condoms to trade. They don't expire until 2018. I have 12 packages containing 12 dozen slash 144 condoms each, but I can break them up if desired. Can I ask you a serious <laughs> and question? And a photo of like, they look like, you know how when you see like gold bricks stacked up in cartoons? It looks like that, but it's condoms. What is a hardcover condom? Um, I think it's the ones that they come in an individual like... Um, uh what's it called like really thin cardboard okay. square because gotcha. do not i repeat do not just put a condom in your pocket or your wallet because the more it bends the more likely it is to break so this is why they make ones that have like individual like hard cover it's either like hard cover like they're in their own little um what's it called like the like just a really thin cardboard package or sometimes there are ones that come in like plastic clamshell like things that you can refill with other condoms because again you're not supposed to let them like get wrangled around or sat on or like don't keep a condom in your wallet for years and then use it you'll probably end up with a baby um so yeah that's what those are for <laughs> gotcha i think they might have ended up donating some of these uh, to like Planned Parenthood and places like that, which makes is nice. sense. I mean, that's a ton of condoms. I, I'm not going to ask questions as to how they ended up in their possession to begin with, but uh, it seems an almost ludicrous amount. Maybe it somebody, is. maybe somebody just had a little too much wishful thinking. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Sh they, you know what? There was no explanation as to why this person had all of these. <laughs> um, but yeah, most people like res like t said to take them to the like hassle, uh, take them to the clinics, or I think some people ended up trading for like a few of them. And so they're all gone. Yeah, update all traded. So I, I mean, they didn't say how they were traded. Mm-hmm. But these are gone. Good for so. you. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, the next thing on my list here is... What is it? it oh, here we are. It is uh, Nicole. Nicole needs help finding a vacation spot. I thought we, as buns, could put our heads together here. All right. Um, she is... Cha ugh, I can't speak. Maybe it's the disease. She's trading twenty <laughs> a $20 gift card... Anywhere of your cho of your choosing. Uh, she's been working like a dog ever since she was out of high school to build up her business. Now that she's 21 and finally able to take some time off, uh, specifically October 17th to November 3rd. Um. Oh. So today. So today. So <laughs> you can't you can't help her. But she was looking for help. Um, she was going to take a road trip across Canada, uh, cool. but realizing it's not quite the right season. Uh, she doesn't know what to do. So her criteria was she's looking to fly within Canada, somewhere with lots of hiking and sightse sightseeing spots, somewhat secluded, pet friendly, because she's got a, a puppy that has to come with her. Any tips would be appreciated. That sounds like literally everywhere in Canada. Yeah, I just kind of like the <laughs> idea of, of somewhat rolling the dice and allowing buns to dictate where your vacation would be i mean i'll be honest with you i have outside of of uh touring uh musically i have not seen much of canada so um i wouldn't really know where to go if this was a you know a trip of my choosing my my first instinct is to say something like peggy's cove or whatever but um yeah i don't know i, I mean I i'm from bc i'd probably send her to bc there's a ton of hiking there and Although, you know what, right now there's like a crazy storm happening over there, or there was. I'm not sure if it's over mm -hmm. yet. 
Um, but generally speaking, their weather is pretty great and it yeah. rains and that's it. So it wouldn't have been too cold. I find it kind of an interesting choice too that she uh it has to be within Canada because like for example flying to BC is almost as expensive as flying to you know anywhere in the states. Oh yeah, it's like more expensive than like I just said I went to Hawaii it was like flying from Toronto to Vancouver is way more expensive than it was for me to fly to Hawaii which is crazy. Yeah. Canada needs to get on that. But uh did she end up going somewhere? Does this have an update? Uh, well, there's no update at the top of the post, so that's kind of annoying. But <laughs> Guys, uh, update your posts. Update your posts. Uh, just edit the post itself and update it so we don't have to read through like 80 comments to see what happened. Yeah, yeah no, no, uh, <laughs> no update that I can see. Well, I wonder where she is because she's there today, theoretically. Yeah. Where in the world? <laughs> where in the world is Nicole? Um, well, so in, uh, I'm going to jump to, I have a bunch of Halloween posts. Um, the first being, um, if you guys, there are, uh, there's pretty much a buns group for everything. Um, and a probably lesser known buns group that I personally love is creepy buns, uh, where people post either their own creepy stories or, news things that are creepy or like murder related sometimes. And there's obviously been a lot of like talk of Halloween stuff. So Tanvi posted uh, that <clears throat> she'd watched all the true crime, real life creepy docs that she knows of. Tell me more. Um, and then she named a few that she'd seen already. And she was like, what else should I watch? So there's a nice, it's not that long, but there's a nice thread in here. If you guys need any um, recommendations on creepy true crime real life documentaries to watch uh join creepy buns and check this out because it's a it's a good sort of resource last uh podcast i mentioned uh someone had asked actually i think it might have been in like the main zone or maybe it was helping zone i don't remember but somebody had asked for scary movie recommendations so we now have like a whole thread of scary movie recommendations and then one of like real life true c crime documentaries. So no matter what your poison is, uh, Buns has you covered for the Halloween season. Um, yeah, you should also check out, uh, what's that podcast where the, the two girls just talk about murder? My Favorite Murder, it's my favorite podcast. <laughs> yeah, you guys <laughs> right should now, check that great. out too. They were recently on the Dan Harmon podcast as well, pretty funny. Anyway, if you like true crime, check it out. Now we're talking about Halloween. <laughs> And did you guys know that there's a Buns Halloween swap? That's hilarious because um, I was just going to talk about the post in which they created Buns Halloween Zone. Oh, So okay. go on. These go with each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, October 23rd uh, at the Toronto Tool Library, there's going to be a costume swap. Oh, yeah. Someone posted this in the comments of the thread that I was just about to talk about. Oh, well, That's there cool. you go. Officially sponsored Buns event, according to Eli Klein, is the Buns Halloween swap. So if you guys uh, are kind of last minute on the costumes, you got last year's costume, but all your friends have already seen you in that costume, you want mm -hmm. a new one, this is the place for you. October 23rd yeah, I mean, on the Danforth. Last, uh, last podcast, we had the two people who uh, traded the homemade pizza slice for the soft serve. In fact, they're not even trading. They're just borrowing each other's Halloween costumes because they both wanted them back. Right. <laughs> and one was like a pizza and the other one was soft serve. So if you guys want to get down to this Halloween costume shop, that is happening. Um, do you know what day that's happening? October 23rd. Cool. Octo so that's October soon. 23rd at uh, 1803 Danforth Avenue. Cool. And we'll post the link to that event in the links from this week in the podcast zone, too. Um, but what I was going to talk about was Emma Lynn had posted in Trading Buns, uh, in the main trading zone, rather. Uh, she was like, hey, Halloween Buns, I have an idea. Like, I thought maybe Buns could benefit for a Halloween costume swap. Um, and like, she was just like throwing the idea out there. And right. then... Uh, Someone else posted like Buns Costume Zone set it set it up, and then everyone was like, "Yeah." So then, uh, someone posted a link to 
It's called Bun's Halloween Zone, and it apparently has 750 members. Um, I wish I was. I wish I was in Toronto so I could um, get in on this costume swap thing because I have no idea what to be for Halloween. And it's pretty sweet, but uh, I kind of want there to just be a Bun's cosplay zone so that you can just get costumes all year round for all of your costume wanting events. I mean, probably Bun's Halloween Zone will turn into that after Halloween's over. One can only hope. <laughs> you could just petition them to change the name to Bun's exactly. Costume Zone. All right. Well, is there uh, anything Yeah, so else? I have some more Halloween ones. Uh, there was, someone posted a hilarious picture of a kid who has a pair of pants over his entire body... And his hands are in the pant legs, so it looks like a head on legs. Yeah. And the uh, post is ISO pants large enough for an adult to make this his Halloween costume. Um, and there's a ton of comments on this. <laughs> uh, yep. And other people are like offering their pants and it's pretty funny. You should probably go look at this post just for the photo and the comments. But if you yep. also have is a this- giant pair of pants. Is this in Halloween zone or the main zone? Uh, no, this is in the main zone. I'm not in Halloween zone because seeing all of the amazing costumes that I can't have because I'm across two countries would just make me sad. Um, so fair, fair. <laughs> it's in the main the main trading zone. So if you have a large pair of pants, hit up that that post. Um, what else? Did you see the lonely fridge? No. It was a very weird post because it doesn't say it's just it's in trading zone and emory posted it it's a picture of a fridge in front of a subway and all it says is this lonely fridge at saint patrick's subway station and it's like a it's a mini fridge it's a white mini fridge that looks new like it still has the stickers on the front of it and it's plugged into the wall outside the train station it's just sitting there and the comments are like, any tall cans inside? What's in it? Um, they didn't respond if they looked inside. Or I don't know if anyone even got this fridge. It was just a weird post. <laughs> okay. Well, if anyone knows the answer to the riddle, what's in the fridge, please post it at Bun's Podcast Zone. Um, there was some cute... There was. Did you see the person, someone on Thanksgiving, um, on October 9th, had made too much uh, Thanksgiving food? Um, this person was like, it's my first year cooking for, uh, Thanksgiving because their family decided to scatter and they wanted to have a turkey dinner anyway. So Mm -hmm. they made themselves a whole turkey dinner, uh, and extended leftovers to everyone. This was liked by like three, well, not quite like 200 people. Um, and they like made little... Um, they like had a bunch of people come over and like get their, I mean, I would say leftovers, but they're not even leftovers. This person made an entire Thanksgiving meal for like just themselves and then gave the rest away. <laughs> for, for my, uh, Jewish friends out there, I did see somebody did something similar with, uh, some Yom Kippur leftovers. That's some, amazing. Uh, some, uh, smoked salmon and, uh, cream cheese, uh, egg, egg salad and all, all that stuff. So, yeah, I guess Buns is all about giving away food. Well, but, and if... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was about no. to change the subject. Yeah, do it, <laughs> do it. Well, I was just going to say, um, if you are into giving away food, uh, Cassandra posted on the main trading zone a link from Global News that the popular Flemington Park food bank is on the brink of closing, closing because they don't have enough food. Um, they're like $90,000 in debt and dangerously low on donated food. Uh, According to the news report, they serve the most diverse area of Toronto and 72% of their clients eat halal food, which is not widely donated. Right. So she'd posted to see if if the magic of buns could help save the Flemington Park food banks. This post didn't actually get a lot of attention, um, but I think it should. So... Maybe I'll bump it and we'll post about it on Podcast Zone and maybe try to get some buns to organize. Do it. Do it. And, and uh, donate. Se- send me some info because I'm all about uh, raising food now that I'm done my uh, 
my month on buns. But with that, unfortunately, um, I think I got to call it a night. All right. Because uh, there's some other stuff going on here, so I can get the episode out in time tomorrow. But if there's anything that we missed, or there's other posts that you want us to talk about, please post them in the Buns Podcast Zone, and uh, we will uh, we'll talk about it next week. All right, cool. All right. Have a good day, guys. And uh, what is it that you say at the end of all of these? Keep on buns in. There you go. Take it easy, guys. Bye. Too much shit in your apartment? Get rid of it today on the Buns app. Available in the App Store, Google Play Store, or online at buns.com. So the interview this week is kind of a lost interview. It was actually the first interview I ever did for Buns, and uh, the memory card that it was recorded on I thought was lost to the world, but I was able to recover it. So this interview is actually with the bride, if you can remember way back when, from Fort McMurray, who had to evacuate and leave her wedding dress behind. She was getting married in Toronto, uh, was in Toronto, but didn't have a dress with her, and Buns came through helping her find a dress. This was one of the stories that made me really fall in love with Buns and see it as more than just a trading zone. So here it is, the story of the Fort McMurray Bride. I am here with Elise. You guys on Buns know her as the girl with the wedding dress, I think. And I kind of wanted to get the full story out there. So why don't we just start from the beginning? Why don't you tell me in your own words where this whole thing started out? I mean, obviously it started with a pretty bad fire. Yes. Was the wedding always planned to be in Toronto? Yes. Yes, it was. At, at this time? Yes. Okay. So when did you realize exactly that it wasn't going to go the way that you thought? Um, I guess I realized... That same day that the fire happened, I knew right away, like, um, the area that was first being evacuated, um, that's where my dress was. It was at the seamstress's place. And I called her right away. Um, I said, if there's any chance, you know, you have room in your car, you can put the dress in there. Um, that would be awesome. I totally understand if you don't, of course, because you're trying to gather up all your own important documents and um, whatever else you need to pile into your car. Um, but unfortunately, she wasn't even at home at the time. She was about 40 minutes outside of town, so she didn't even get to her own home um, to get any of her things. So I felt really bad for her as well. Like, I mean, even more so for her. Right. It was, uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it sounds it sounds pretty crazy. And where were you while this was, was happening? Were you in Toronto at that time? No, I was actually home, um, fortunately. Because, I mean, if it had been a few days later, I wouldn't have been home. Uh, my friend would have been packing up my animals. Uh, <laughs> it would have been even more chaotic. And I think, I don't know, I feel like things would have been worse if I hadn't have been there. Right. Um, yes, I would have had my dress and everything, all that stuff would have been fine. But as far as worrying, um, that wouldn't have been good. But, um, yeah, I was, I was at home. Um, I work for my home and registered massage therapist and I had, you know, I packed as quickly as I could, grabbed all my animals. There was four of them and some important documents. Fortunately, I had some of my wedding stuff already packed. Right. Um, because we were leaving the next evening. So, yeah, I just kind of got out of there as quick as I could. Well, so I imagine that uh, for the first little while, your mind was just on sort of disaster control uh, as far as just getting your stuff out of out of uh, the house and making sure that everyone was okay. But w- once you got back into wedding mode, what was, what was your sort of mindset? What did you think you were going to do knowing that, you know, the plans kind of gone awry? Well, we were kind of hemming and hawing whether we should still do it. Um, Then we said, you know what, Um, it's not going to change anything, whether we're here or in Edmonton. Things are still going to be the same when we get back regardless. So we may as well, you know, push on, basically. Right. And I guess it's probably just 
you know, helps sort of change your mindset from uh, disaster to celebration. Yes. And not even just yours, everybody who's, who's coming probably because uh, after so much worry, it must be nice to do some celebrating. Yes. Yeah. It, um, it was definitely a happier, um, happier time. Um, lots of love just surrounding you. So it was really nice. It felt like you were just getting a big group hug, which you really needed at that point in time. That's, that's, I can, I can only, I, I mean, I can't even imagine what, what all that must have been like. It's probably pretty crazy roller coasters. So is Alex, uh, a friend of yours? Um, she was just my photographer at the time, but now I definitely consider her as a friend. <laughs> so uh, Alex Neary from uh, Wild Eyed Photography, and I'll put up a link in the notes for the show so that, um, so that you guys can all check out the website. But she was the one who found the dress? Um, so she had put out, uh, I believe it was on buns, actually, just saying, you know, this girl needs a dress. And everybody just started offering up. Um, I couldn't believe how quickly it went viral. I think she said it 700 times as of Thursday morning it was. Right. Um, people had shared it. Um, and then I think she said over 100 dresses or more, you know, came just rolling in. So I, I saw the original post on, on Bun's Wedding Zone. Did you, did you actually see the post? And all the replies. I mean, it was kind of crazy. I didn't, I think I saw the original post, but I, no, sorry. My other friend in Halifax had actually posted for me as well. Cause she had asked me if there was anything she could do. Right. Um, but I, so I saw that post, but I don't think I did see the one that Alex had posted. I, I wish I could have. Um, I mean, there was tons of dresses to choose from. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the outpouring was a little bit crazy in the end. How did you decide on what to go with? Um, well, a local bridal shop here in Toronto actually got wind of what was going on. And they just said, you know, if you want to come in and pick a dress, you're more than welcome. We're not going to charge you, which is unreal. Um, I wasn't expecting that. I thought that would be a little bit easier instead of trying to go through like online all the different pictures or yeah, pictures of dresses. Right. And that was uh, Leanne Belter? Yes. Okay. Belter, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, put a link to the store in the show notes as well. There's all these people doing all these nice things. Yeah. Um, unreal. So you went there, you found a dress. Mm -hmm. And at what point did you realize that the whole thing was just going nuts i mean by what point did it, did it go from like a sort of a act of kindness to just like this national news story um i i'm trying to remember uh <laughs> <laughs> well I, i'm sure it's been a roller coaster ride i mean all yeah. the all the interviews i I, I initially saw the post on buns and then saw an article that somebody had posted and then the other day while I was eating breakfast, it was on CP24, and, and you were just telling me that you had just done a radio interview for the CBC and were on CTV. Yes. <laughs> and I, I'm guessing this is your first experience with something like this. Um, yes. <laughs> I've never been plastered all over <laughs> TV before, that's for sure. And, like, how did it make you feel that all these people were taking notice? Um, it feels surreal, to be honest. Um, you don't expect anything like this, especially with something so tragic going on around you. Right. Um, but so many people came together to help me. And then just to be able to share the story, a happier story, you know, in this disaster. So, you know, I was happy to do that. Absolutely. I think that with, with all the tragedies, people are looking for a positive story to cling to and this seems to be pretty positive. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay, so the, the wedding was on Saturday, and it was crazy. Um, Did you have a good time? Oh, we had an awesome time. Um, I mean, obviously, it didn't go off without a hitch, because there was a little bit of a hitch at the beginning, but right. after that, um, it was great. Of course, I was still late. The bride's always late. <laughs> um, but um, it was awesome. Um, we... 
Yeah, I, I, it was perfect. I can't even, I can't even really describe it. It was just absolutely everything I dreamed of, really. Well, I actually saw some photos online, which is also crazy. I mean, your wedding photos out there uh, for the world to see on every news story, but um, it looked fantastic. Oh, thank you. Alex did an amazing job. Yes. Ale- again, Alex Neary from Wild Eyed Photography. Okay. And I was reading, now I, I don't really know all the details, but I was reading then after the wedding, you, you guys got uh, some pretty sweet Jays tickets. Yes, we did. Um, my brother's wife, so my sister-in-law, she had called the Rogers Center and they, and told her, or told them our story. And they were so gracious to send us free tickets um, behind home plate um two t-shirts two hats and i mean just this unreal experience i've never been to a jays game was my first one i've been so excited um we had planned on going to a jays game anyway while we were here right of course um but uh yeah so uh, because we're big jays fans so anyway um I have to thank the Rogers Center as well for doing that for us. That was unreal. Unfortunately, I'm not very good luck because they lost, but <laughs> that's okay. It's a Toronto curse. Yeah. <laughs> and then Pearl Jam this evening. Yeah. Yeah. Pearl Jam this evening. Super excited about that. That's We've seen Eddie Vedder in concert. So it sounds like your times. Toronto experience has been pretty crazy all in all. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, were you a Buns member before all this went down? Um, I wasn't actually. Um, no offense. I just didn't know about <laughs> it. <laughs> well, but no, now I'm definitely going to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I know that at Buns is expanding out to some other cities. So it, it's not just, it won't just be a Toronto thing for, for very much longer. But um, oh, definitely not now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of hit national news. But I know that to to bring it back to something slightly more serious, that there's a lot of support efforts going on back home. Yes. Is there a specific relief effort that you want me to like? Oh, definitely. Um, the firefighters, they've been so awesome. Um, I mean, everybody's been awesome. But of course, I have some clients that are firefighters. They've been texting me and calling me saying congratulations and saying, you know, your home is still okay. They didn't have to do that. Um, I know they're exhausted. Um, they're hungry. I'm sure too. The, you know, they're just all around, you know, they're overwhelmed as well. Right. Um, I can't even imagine. Um, so definitely a huge shout out to them. Um, not just, you know, my clients that are firefighters, but all of them, they, they're unreal. I saw a post the other day and it had like Superman and Spider-Man and all the superheroes. And they said um, something like, and it showed a firefighter and said something like, um, yeah, you're now a hero too, like us or something, or come join the crew. So I right. thought that was pretty good. Yeah. It's, I mean, again, sitting in Toronto, it's, it, it's kind of different just watching the news stories roll in. Mm-hmm. But I, I imagine that actually living there and, and, uh, knowing people affected by it, it, it must be, must be insane. Yeah, um, is. So you said that uh, that you're a, a massage therapist, and I read in an article that uh, when you get back, your hands are going to be busy massaging a bunch of firefighters. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. That, that kind of sounds like a win-win for for, uh, for both you and them. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I get back, I I plan on setting shop setting up shop in the fire hall if they'll let me or wherever they need me, I'll go. Um, whether it is to massage or not, you know, whatever I can do to help. Um, that would be my way of giving back. Well, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, I think one last final question Mm -hmm. that, that everyone wants to know is where are you guys going on your honeymoon? Um, we actually don't have any plans for a honeymoon. Um, well, I'll post it on buns and see if we can, uh, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, no, so no plans as of yet. As of yet, no. Okay. Well, thank you for, for sitting down to talk to me. And um, is there anything else that you wanted to say before I let you go? Any no. shout outs? <laughs> um, well, I have to thank my brother and my girlfriend and my niece, of course, Elodie. Um, they took our dogs in. Um, 
there in Edmonton. Uh, my aunt doesn't know this, but I'm going to be going to Calgary with them when we get back. I have to talk to her still, but I'm sure she'll be fine with that. Um, and my cousin, well, my husband's cousin and his wife, Allison, um, they took our cat and rabbit. So definitely shouts out to them um, just for helping us out because that's huge. They have no idea. Um I just want to say, you know, um, I have some friends and um, that have have lost their homes, and I want to say that I'm really sorry. I, um, you know, I'll do everything that I can to help you guys when we get back, you know, to rebuild whatever. Um, you know, you can stay at our place. I don't, I don't care. I'll do whatever. Um, but we are going to rebuild, um, as they keep saying, Fort Mac strong. So. Well, great, thanks. And I think shout out to your husband for putting up with the media circus. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Definitely a shout out to him. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot. Uh, no problem. Thank you. Bye. Music this week is provided by Binge Ninja. I don't really see a bio on the Bandcamp, but if you like what you hear, go to bingeninja.bandcamp.com. There's quite a lot of records to listen to, so check that out. And uh, yeah, if you guys want your music heard on the show, email podcast at buns.com and I'll play your music. Awesome. Oh, oh, oh.